0: Welcome to the Bloody Disgusting Network.
1: No. This is
0: Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Creepy Presents Burnt Black. Written by Jason Mount. And narrated by Jimmy Ferrer Bubbling, baked, crackling skin, scorched
2: red Every movement is dry, searing pain Stretching from the small of my back To the burgundy tan nape of my neck Ready to burst the skin tearing open to reveal boiled deposits of evaporated beef. Another scoop of dry earth. Another seven centimeters closer to another disappointment at the bottom of a 6 paced hole. I've been on this goddamn K for what feels like a year. I lost track of the days. After working under this cursed star for five days straight in the heat of this unrelenting midsummer sun, nightfall comes as a wash of pure serenity. With the moon comes a chance to rest and regain some vitality. Time to sleep, but not for long. The sweat dripping down from my forehead into my eyes. And my mouth tells me the sun has come again. It's time to get the shovel. And get to digging. I worked out a system that allows me a hole a day. About three paces around and six paces deep. And so it goes. Wake up. Piss. Shit. And dip into my ever-dwindling rations of maggot-infested hardtack and salt pork. At night... I boil enough water to get me through the day. There's a small pool of fresh water near the center of the cave. but the parasites will leave me blind,
1: and with the blood in my gut within half day's time. No. I have to boil the little demons out of the
2: water before I drink it. The water sears my blood and chaps what's left of my scabbed lips. Thinking of the treasure that brought me to this cave brings me a grin. My dried flesh cracks, and soon I taste a salty trickle creeping in through my yellowed teeth. How long have I been on this goddamn cave? I find blossoming crimson in my morning shit must have been too eager to start the day's digging to boil the water properly last time around. I hope I find my prize soon, or else dysentery will be the end of me. I think as I survey the clearing, pocked with deep holes, the sun-induced delirium lets the pits, full of empty promise,
1: dance the waltz around the valley, exchanging pleasantries with stride. Neck deep in my latest attempt, I think of home. I think of her.
2: My true love. My Isabella. When I come back, with the gold of a thousand plundered ships, she will have no choice but to marry me. Larceny charges be damned. Another trial, full deeper. I will toss a bag of coin the judge's way and the charges
1: will be dropped fortright. The steel of the shovel hits something solid. Despite my better judgment,
2: my heart races. Dropping to my knees with the slightest of hopes, I force my hands into the dry clay
1: and grasp the something solid, bleached white. Not the first of numerous bestial skeletal remains I've found on the gay.
2: But this is the first time I've stumbled across remains of this nature. I hold the off-white object up, dusting off the dirt.
1: A skull. A near, complete, human skull. Sun-bleached and grinning.
2: I playfully jab my finger into the perfectly round hole in the center of the forehead. I grin back, wincing as the corners of my maw split and blood gushes. I place my found friend on the edge of my ever-forming hole, a companion. Not before long, I am pouring my heart out to this sun-stripped fellow. Her smell is that of fresh lilacs on a sweet spring day. Isabella, my heart beats to the rhythm of her breath. Lips, the color of cherry stain and skin not unlike freshly yielded cream.
1: She lights my soul and guides my passions. Everything I do, I do for her. I do it for her love and adulation. I sigh and pause my excavation. Wiping my brow, I take a swig of rum. A voice birthed from gnarled vocal cords chokes. The last
2: sound's like a right fine fuck. I drop the flask in the dirt and turn toward the skull. My eyes pierce the hollow void where the eyes likely once sat. And I stare. Opening my mouth,
1: I let out a soft, rusty cackle. (laughs) <laughs> as the sun ate away all rational thought from my worm-addled brain,
2: slow-cooked like a stuck pig, a skull replies, though, Do not taunt me with ye appraisal of illusion or mirage. I'm as real as the bloody
1: blisters on your back, ye salty jack-tar. Maggots peel the last flesh of my bones, whilst ye father was rearing into ye mother's bookbinder. And so it goes. The two of us become fast conversers, for we are the only two
2: on the aisle to speak. As I dig hole after hole, sweat burrowing into the... Open cracked sores
0: on my back.
1: The skull and I exchanged words and tales.
0: Hello, Bill Band here from the All 80s Movies Podcast to tell you about Factor Meals. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie-smart, Head to factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 and use code 80smovies50 to get 50% off. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 to get your 50% off today. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial
2: period at shopify.com slash listen. The first several hauls were mostly jokes and insults. Spat! at one another, but eventually they turned into yarns and personal histories. Smell fungus, you look as though you were burnt shat out of the arse of a foul demon, Beezlebob himself. He spits at me as I fumble and drop the towel on my foot. I realize now why I found you in that pit back there, you scrape bone prick. If I had a sidearm that worked, I may very well put an extra hole in that dome of yours. But it seems as though someone has beat me to it. Blasted Gobermauk, if ye must know my pitfall, I will tell ye. Twas six decades ago, I was privy to a crew which shocked the nature of our land's gentlemen and took what we saw fit. Buccaneering. Me and my brethren plundered our way from the Serpentine Sea, up through the Gulf of Barbados, all the way to the Greenlands beyond. Our spoils weren't matched by a single man, or even that of a fleet of the finest Imperial ships.
1: But follies were set upon us, and all but myself and the Foreman Jack were dead to the depths. We
2: decided our best days of rich-making were behind us, and t'was the time to lie low and live out our days in wealth and dignity. Of course, after a final bout of merrymaking at the Dread Tavern Malloy, where the corks were loose and the consort were looser, after getting plenty of the elephant's trunk, I set up upon a local lady, shining brighter than the moon and deadlier than the rising tide. Should have sniffed the rubble on her neck, but I was blinded by the brandy and provoked by the heat in my loins. After the night of old bendin' flex, in an outing, I decided to bring her along on mine and Jack's closing journey. T'was this very isle to which we set sail for, in a stout, sturdy schooner. Purchased off a shambling wreck outside the tavern, We dropped anchor. While the last stayed aboard, old Jack reckoned he'd kill the bitch then let her know where our riches were hid. We took shifts digging, a hole five paces deep, during my shift. When we were near reaching our goal, I heard Jack stand up. He said, Your curvy wench is a mighty fine one. I reckon I'll tell her you were dragged off by a crazy gilbababie before I take to tartin' the bitch. Before I could turn around, I heard a donkey crack, and everything went black, but only for a moment. Before thought went through my head, t'was face down in the dirt, old Foreman Jack took the treasures back on his boat, had his way with my lady before dumping her off somewhere and hauling away my hard-earned riches. A backstabbing bastard. Curse his name and damn his seed. May his offspring be sterile and his lineage shrivel up and die without making a splash in the pond. I stop digging in my last effort, a hole in the base of a great oak tree, and I look up at the skull. Beg your pardon, it sounded as though you said your partner left without leaving any treasure buried on this isle. I drop the shovel on the floor. Am
1: I to believe that I've wasted these past weeks playing a fool? A better part of ten years obsessing? Are you telling me that the blisters on my back and the cracks in my bones are in vain? Climbing out of the hole and sitting back on my heels in front of the grinning skull, I point my finger at him and I
2: yell. You goddamn twit! You insolent ape! Fuck your eyes and smite your soul! You've been at my side for no less than five days, spinning your yarns and telling me your woes, letting me toil away my days and act a fool. My back is raw, burnt,
1: and infested with larvae. I've been shitting blood. For nothing! Spin all on blood flex form foam that dribbled down my chin and dripped into the sand below. I stand to my feet and look down at the skull. You're a fool and a coward. You deserve that fate that has befallen you. Every moment
2: of your scum-sucking life that has led to this moment, slain by a partner that acted turncoat as soon as he had a chance. Your last tender moments shared with a filthy street whore, ridden with
1: fleas and disease. You were a waste of flesh then, and now you are a waste of bone. Ye dare judge me. I've lain under the sand for an eternity, secluded and forlorn. I needed another soul to end the loneliness, to abate the. With the last of my strength, I punt the talking head as hard as my worn tendons would allow. The skull rips
2: through the cool dusk air and ricochets off the trunk of a great tree,
1: falling backward towards the ground. Sand coats the open wounds on my back. I taste blood, and my chest heaves. A realization. Hits me. I'm going to die on this goddamn K. Been a long time coming, I suppose. And so it goes. Movement, shifting sand, and rustling leaves. The great oak begins to fall. The hole at the base, allowing its roots to move freely. Down and out, the tree hits the ground. I'm showered with dirt and sand as the roots tear apart the earth and raise up to salute the pale moon. A shimmering nestled in the roots calls out to me. A multitude sparkles. Interweaved in the mess of tubers and taproot. Bafflement hits me over the head, jaw slack and eyes crazed. With a rush of newfound vigor, I stand to my feet and reach into the tangle, pulling out a golden medallion encrusted with jewels. Holding it to the moonlight, I let loose a bellowing howl. And get at it with a saw. Over the next half night, I exhume over 400 kilograms of golden
2: doubloons, silver ten pennies, royal gems,
1: a jewel-encrusted cutlass, and a plethora of otherworldly treasure. I wipe the sweat off my brow, but the work isn't over yet. I need to get off this cave before the sun rises and finally burns me down. Using the roots of the tree and a tarp as a sail, I create a raft which I pile high with burlap sacks filled with my
2: earned treasure. I gather the very last of my
1: hard tack and water. And begin to haul it all towards the shoreline. A skull laying on its side, water lapping at its crusted calcium, sees me working at my fortune. Let an unfathomable curse be upon thine head. May death seek ye out, boy. Hark! Hark, the great demon of the sea! Awaken from the depths of the trench! The great leviathan,
2: rise up to the pernicious shallows, bringing brine and filth and pus and slime. Emerging from the blackened water, may it wrap its jagged and writhing tentacles around thy
1: torso, and plunge its serration into your gullet, tearing you apart limb from limb. I ignore the spewings of the skull and continued dragging the vessel to the water's edge. Let the oceanic beast make ye his oblivion set upon thy body. Parting out each bit of thy flesh to the ends of the sea, neither god, devil, or man will commemorate a recall of thy name. Ye will be forgotten
2: to the depths, nor part of thy carcass, will ever be resembling the sniveling man ye once were before. I give the raft one last shove, scrambling on,
1: and push into the night. Damn thee! Damn thee! I awake with sweat dripping into my eyes. The sun is a full fury, and I have meager supplies. I will be lucky if I don't find my demise in dehydration before I reach the nearest Imperial port. Three days, I barely have enough hardtack to last me till sundown, and my leather will be dry in a day and a half. My outlook is grim, but my vitality is unquestionable. My spirit is revitalized by my find. I have riches. The riches of a king. Throwing my head back, I let out a raucous laughter to the cloudless sky. Thoughts drift in and out. Those of Isabella linger. Has she thought about me since my departure? Has she found another? It doesn't matter. When I return with my prize, I can buy men and bring down kingdoms. Satisfied, I pass the time with an old shanty.
2: Come back to me, Isabella, here tonight. You,
1: my rose. With your Lyndian lyre. There hovers forever around your delight. A beauty desired. Even your garment plunders my eyes.
2: I am enchanted. I who once complained. To the cypress-born goddess. Whom I now beseech. Never to let this lose my grace would rather
1: bring you back to me, amongst all mortal women, the one I most wish to see. I eat the last of my rations and touch a dab of water to my lips.
2: The sun sets and the moon glows with patience and elegance, a promise of satisfaction and homecoming. Staring out at the Tarpaulin ripples, the moonlight reflection stands,
1: flicking and rolling to the melody of the nautical breeze. The water crests and flows, yet a pale something floats towards my raft. Decay and damnation follow ye, ye cannot escape. I use a branch to fish up my burden out of the water and hold him up in my hands. I yell at the skull. Shut up. Ye are doomed to oblivion. Nothingness. Death. Shut up. I pound the skull on the roots. Shut up. Shut up. Hammering fists. Mire and rage. The skull splinters and crumbles into a cluster of shards and white powder. A breeze blows past, harboring a litling scent on its back end.
2: My stomach turns to rot. Bubbles pop, disturbing the taut ocean surface. An influx of rippling waves surge to and fro. A fear strikes my heart as a crown of cockle shells rise from the agitated
1: waves. A steaming maw emerges from the salted black form, forming whirlpools of miasmatic ire and waves crested in pungent mucus. Tentacles creep and interwine through the roots, breaking apart the raft. They reach for me, and I am frozen in absolute dread. As the tentacles begin to push into my gut, I snap out of the horror spell. Taking a hold of the ornate sword, and I sever a tip from the teratoid limb. Dropping the cutlass, I hoist two of the larger burlap sacks up and around my neck and leap for the water. If I can escape this primordial nightmare, perhaps I can swim to land. I hit the frigid sea and go under.
2: The leviathan consumes the raft and my remaining
1: treasure. Ripping it apart to complete rays. A god-eater eye, crimson with the wrath of infinite omnipotence, turns its attention to me as I sink. My muscles spasm as I thrash around, unable to escape the
2: weight of my prize. Air leaves my lungs,
1: a shadowy vignette closes in on my vision, as my consciousness fades, eternal
0: blackness. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, please visit creepypod.com. If you'd like to submit a story for consideration or recommend a story, please see our submission page at creepypod.com slash submissions. All stories told on this podcast are done so through Creative Commons share-alike licensing or with written consent from the authors. No portion of this podcast may be rebroadcast or otherwise distributed without the express written consent of the Creepy Podcast Production Team and the story's author. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.
2: Item number. SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533.
0: Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. <laughs> spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust.
1: <laughs> but the only
0: thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do
1: you
2: remember your name?
1: The Counseling of update.